This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Stellaray Herself podcast. The first episode of 2022. I'm so excited. If you listen to the past two podcasts, They were really reflecting vibes, New Year's vibes, New Year's resolutions. And although this is the first episode of the new year, I just kind of feel like I already talked about all the New Year's type of vibe, you know? And now I just personally feel like, okay, let's just get to it. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to screenshot this and post it on your IG story. Tag me so I can repost you. Tweet me a screenshot if you wish. DM me with your thoughts on anything or comment it down below if you're watching on YouTube. I love getting your guys' feedback and I just honestly am so grateful for the community we have. I feel like especially recently, like probably this past month, the past couple months, I have just felt a lot more able to be myself on particularly Instagram. Um... And I just feel like I've been connecting with a lot more of you guys. And we've just been talking about a lot of different relatable topics. And I feel like this podcast has really helped me with that a lot. Because it was kind of just like a personal mental thing of like, IG is where I look cute and that's it. But now I've just, I don't know, I've just been myself a lot more. And like putting that first and like, just, it's just so good. Like it's been really great. So thank you so much for being a part of that. And if you're new here, welcome. Join the community, bitch. Um, So we have a few topics today that I'm really excited about. But first, I just kind of wanted to do like a personal update. Like, let's just check in. How are we feeling with about the new year? I, okay, so I was back home for the holidays, like for Christmas and New Year. And honestly, you guys, I just had such a good relaxing time um I just wasn't like I was making TikToks and posting on Instagram but otherwise I just was not like it just felt like a true break because when I went home for Thanksgiving I was trying to do vlogmas and I don't know I just felt so overwhelmed and stressed at that time and not like because of vlogmas but just like in general I don't know I just had a lot of like anxiety that month and it just was not like I just didn't feel like I was able to truly relax and like enjoy being with my family but this Christmas break I guess you could call it even though I'm not like in school um it really just felt like a break and it snowed like y'all it snowed the night I got there on Christmas Eve and it melted the day I left like it was a full however many days it was like and it was over a week I don't know I don't know how many days but it was a full however many days of just like a true winter wonderland and it was just like It was so good. Like, I was so sad leaving, you know? And, like, usually I am sad, but, like, this was just a different level. It was just such a great time. Um, So now being back, you know, in my own space, in my own apartment for the past couple days, I don't know. I just have been trying to remind myself of, like, the New Year's vibe. Like, I know some of you were late because I posted a TikTok, you know, oh, when you get back to your apartment by yourself after you have been home for the holidays 
just that readjustment period of like kind of remembering your life and like getting back to your routine. I don't know. I just haven't been necessarily feeling that like, oh my God, I'm so excited. New year, new me feeling. Um, and it's also, you know, Venus retrograde is about to be Mercury retrograde. We're in that shadow period right now. So also just in general, you know, it's not like it becomes a new year and you're just overnight a different person or like your life feels different. Like it's all about gradual steps. Um, so it's not to say I've been feeling like off since being back or anything, but it's just kind of like, okay, I need to refocus. And honestly, I've been feeling a little like not overwhelmed, but just like, oh my God, there's not enough time in the day. So with that being said, I'm trying to balance. Are y'all doing yoga with Adrienne's 30-day journey, yoga journey? She's like posting a new video every day. Love. Um, So I've been doing that and just trying to remind myself to like take time for true just, I guess, relaxation or like just really time for myself because there's one thing to just like be on your phone and it's like oh I'm like taking a break and like that's fine sometimes but like to truly just you know unwind disconnect um and just be with yourself like for me that usually looks like yoga meditation reading I'm so excited to talk to you guys about this book I've been reading uh one of my goals read my books this year (laughs) we're gonna see I'm gonna try to read like a book a month even though it's just so frustrating because it's like Bro, I'm a fast reader. I've always been a good reader. I was always in the high reading groups all throughout school. But like, it's just it's just hard. I just need a good book, I think is the thing. Anyway, this book has been really good. But yeah, so that's kind of how I've been feeling. And I'm just really excited for after these retrogrades to just truly feel like a new year, new me type of person, <laughs> type of vibe. Because um, I just kind of feel like I right back into that post-holiday, just I don't know. So, like, so let me know how you've been feeling. Um, did you get COVID in December? Let me know. Um, stay healthy, guys. That's the thing too, just with COVID and like, it's just like, like, I don't know. I just want to be cute and go out on the town, but it's like you can't really do that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. This time of year, like I've said, I don't really like necessarily going out anyway. But I just want like a reason to get cute and like feel like myself again. Anyway, I'm excited for this year just on a personal level. I feel we're like starting the year out strong in a realistic way where I feel like I can build on top of this, you know, like both personally and then also just like with my social media, I just already feel such a shift, you know, end of 2021 and then already now um, with just how I've been doing stuff and just like... Again, I just feel like I've been able to be more myself on my platforms and that I haven't really honestly felt that way since like the vegan days, you know, where I just was truly like, I want to say posting for myself, but that's not necessarily the vibe, but just like being able to like know who I am, like just connect with like-minded people, you know? I don't know. And I don't know like what necessarily changed, but I'm just excited to like keep going in that direction. So again, thank you guys so much for like sticking with me and I know there's so many of you that have followed me for so long or maybe you used to watch me and now you're back I get messages like that all the time um and it's just so cool because it's like we're always growing and changing I mean like hopefully (laughs) so it's cool that like I don't know even if you stopped watching me for a few years it's like 
maybe you're back now and it's cool that you can like reconnect with people in that way you know so just like thank you like bitch i've just really been enjoying what i do and like i've just felt so much more inspired so anyway on the topic of instagram i wanted to talk about this topic that uh y'all have probably heard about make instagram casual again wow that was like a great segue also i didn't even like plan that i wasn't like i'm gonna talk about this and then i'm gonna my mind literally wow um so i'm sure you've like heard this trend make instagram casual again oh i miss the old days of ig like we just shouldn't care about what we post and i have a few thoughts about this so first of all i found this article on dazed.com about this whole subject and i as always i will link all the articles i reference throughout this whole podcast down below so you can read them for yourself but i'm just gonna kind of like you know quote it here and there um so they defined casual instagram as posting on a whim it's digital anarchy refusing to fall into the social media pressure trap to present yourself as perfect because you know when instagram first started what was that 2012 2013 we were all just like posting whatever using the preset filters on instagram like just literally posting whatever and social media particularly instagram has just changed so much since then you know like now we have all of these influencers and celebrities and just all these over edited pics and people just want to post their highlights social media in real life like we get it facetune we get it um so they were talking about casual instagram like you know just not presenting yourself as perfect and how the, with the pandemic specifically with everyone just at home you know especially in 2020 the appetite for glamour and luxury is at an all-time low because you know instagram is really flexing like everyone just wants to flex not everyone but you know majority of people just want to flex they want to flex their looks their money their lifestyle their trips like whatever um and there's just this constant pressure to keep up and i'm sure you guys remember when that um it was like the fake private jet that influencers influencers were using to take pictures <laughs> goals <laughs> what the fuck um also i don't know i forget if they quoted somebody saying it i think they did but they said that you know a lot of people are good looking but boring and it's good to have people interested in your personality alone and i feel like loki that's kind of the shift i've made in the sense of you know i don't know after the vegan days just that kind of in between period all i would do is like post pics of you know me looking hot and like that's all i would do like even my stories were just not really that personable and i, th I honestly think it's not like i was consciously like i'm only gonna post pics where i look hot but i just i don't know it was like i don't really know who i am or like what kind of persona i want to have on here almost so like i'm just gonna this feels safe like this feels easy this will get likes but then yeah it's like boring like no one's gonna reply to my story unless they're like a man being like fire emoji good looking but boring like you know and i that's so true as a consumer too you know like i don't want to follow someone just for how they look like sometimes you know someone will be a photographer or like it's one thing to just look at pretty pictures but if i'm following somebody like they need to be offering me more than just like how good they look um so then the article it's funny because i originally saw a tiktok about this which i'm going to get into um and actually 
I mean, I guess I can just reference both. So this TikTok was by Cozy Akili, and I will link it down below. But he was, he literally green screened a picture of Emma Chamberlain, like in the snow or something, and was just talking about how casual Instagram is an even greater performance than, you know, just regular influencer Facetune Instagram, because it's like you're trying to appear casual. Um, and it was funny because this article on Dazed specifically talked about Emma Chamberlain too. And they said, when Instagram is your job, is the relatability carefully curated to appear casual? Um, and I believe the person who made the TikTok also said this, but, and I just like kind of going off of that because they didn't get too much into it, but it's just like, there's no real way to not perform on social media just for the sheer fact alone of like you can't put out every thought and every like an image of every single thing that happens in your life at all times you know like we do have to pick and choose what we post even if we're not trying to look perfect just because there's only like what what's the alternative like literally taking a picture of every waking moment of your life to post like just to prove like oh this is not a performance like no so even when it's not a performance it can appear as a performance i think just because there's no literal physical possible way to show everything and even just like without social media as humans like there's no way to completely know a hundred percent you know i don't know what someone else is going through or like who they are because you can't get inside their brain, you know? So I don't know, this whole like casual Instagram is an even greater performance. It's like, maybe it's just a different kind of performance. Like instead of trying to look perfect, you're trying to be casual. Like there's still that trying. And I think obviously there's different varying degrees, but let me know if you agree with that. If is casual Instagram an even greater performance or is it just a different performance? Like, you know, um, so then this dazed article also said, as is the case with any trend, you know, casual posting is a moment of fleeting popularity, but spontaneity and hedonism of posting merely for your own joy is something that will hopefully stick around. And then hopefully, they said, hopefully we have new ways of what perfection means. Then there was a article on the California Aggie that said, and I actually really liked this. They said, post casual in nature do not equal authentic. If we aren't careful, this may become as much of a trend as a movement. So like, you know, just temporary. Casual Instagram is just another version of what it is right now, portraying your life in a certain way. Um, and it's currently, a lot of it is curation rather than spontaneity. So I think that's a little more specific than just saying like, oh, it's just an even greater performance, you know? Um, and I think that's really true. And then in the Dazed article too, they interviewed, I don't know, someone... I don't know if he's a TikToker or an Instagrammer. I don't know. But they like included one of his casual posts. And it was like an obviously face-tuned picture. Or like, I don't know. There was definitely like, it was edited, okay? But he was like wearing this face mask, eating pasta in bed. And it was just like, okay, maybe you just took this like spontaneously. But then you obviously like edited it to make it look good for Instagram. And even though it's like, oh, I'm just, I didn't even get ready for this. Like I'm doing a face mask. Like I'm eating pasta in bed. So quirky. Like not trying to come for this person. Like I don't know him or them. I don't know. Um, but 
that like okay it just because you're not like completely done up in full glam like posed that doesn't automatically mean oh you're so authentic and like wow you just really don't care about what the public thinks like you're just so casual <laughs> you know um and i don't know i think as long as we are being authentic like there's not necessary like there, i don't think there has to be a harm in doing either because i think also at a certain point like it's not our responsibility to to an extent it's not our like as a creator or like as someone that's posting you don't have to be like a content creator or this is my job but just like as anybody posting that's not necessarily your job to like try to control how someone's going to take your post so like if i really like posting because i genuinely enjoy like getting dressed up and taking photos like i have been doing that since i was in middle school even before instagram like i like putting on a cute outfit i like doing my makeup and like taking pictures like it's genuinely fun um but then you know there's a whole other side to that yeah okay i like the attention i like the validation unfortunately <laughs> but it's like and i i don't really do this anymore but if i only posted pics where i was like completely done up it's like, is it my duty to show myself without makeup or like dress down? Because, oh no, what if someone thinks I look like this all the time? You know, like at what point do you have to, you know, cater to other people's insecurities or emotions? Let me know what you think. Like, I genuinely don't have an answer. And I do think there's varying degrees of this because, you know, it's one thing, classic example, it's one thing to get a BBL and then not disclose it to your audience and then start selling workout plans. You know, I think that's harmful and lying. Or like to lie about getting work done, I think that's harmful. Because, you know, we are, and I think especially if you have a lot of followers, you know, it's like a lot of people are going to be looking up to you or just like, I don't know, trusting you. So to just blatantly lie, like that's kind of crazy. Or like always editing all of your pics, like, kind of like okay but then at the same time like i don't know something like oh you only post pictures and makeup it's like who do why do i have to owe someone a picture of myself without makeup and not talking about myself like but you know so what's the line i guess how extreme do we need to be and how do we be authentic well i don't know i guess like staying true to ourselves like what if someone was really insecure Am I not being authentic because I don't want to show my acne to the world? Like, why should I have to show the world anything? What if I just genuinely like, you know, taking pictures when I'm dressed up? Like, you know, so it's just, I don't know. I think it's a pretty complex subject. I think there's a lot of layers and a lot of like, mm. so I would love to hear your thoughts. But do you agree in general? First of all, do you agree in general with like, oh, we should make Instagram casual? Because I do understand like, bitch, it's just like it's kind of a lot of pressure and especially if Instagram isn't your job, like 100% make Instagram casual. Like, I mean, if it is your job too, you can, but sometimes you need to be like, you know, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
I want brands to sponsor me, so I'm going to make my picks a little more profesh than if I was just taking them for fun or, like, for my friends or whatever. Um, but there is something to be said about, like, okay, we just see all of these perfectly edited faces and bodies and outfits all the time. And, like, oh, my God, luxury. It's just, oh, my God. I'm not going to post because I don't have this, like, perfect outfit. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know? Um, but then also as a consumer, like I was talking about in one of my previous, recent previous episodes, if it, as a consumer, if that bothers you so much, if your whole feed is edited people and they lack substance, they're not really providing anything on their page except for how they look like you can unfollow. Like there's so many pages that provide information, inspiration, entertainment, you don't you like you can curate your own feed so i think people need to like take responsibility for that as well but also it's like i get the pressure of like oh i can't post this pic because it's not like good enough or like it's just too casual or like whatever it's like we should be able to post whatever we want so yeah i think we can start by like taking some personal responsibility for cleaning up our feeds and who we follow and then like asking ourselves Maybe, you know, like, why am I posting this? Or, I don't know, why do I hesitate posting this? Like, do I not feel cute enough? Or, like, it's not going to match my feet? Or, like, whatever. But then, again, it's, like, for some people, it's genuinely a hobby and an enjoyable activity to, like, edit pics. Like, I like all of my photos to kind of be edited the same, just in the sense of, like, like, I kind of like having a cohesive feed where the colors go together. Like, that's enjoyable for me as an activity. (laughs) And I'm not like, oh, I want my feed to be perfect so people think I'm perfect. Like, you know, so it's just also being mindful, I feel. Like, are you succumbing to social pressures or is this something you genuinely enjoy? Um, and just, you know, keep it real. And like, just, I don't know, it's like, don't think about it so much. But yeah, I would love to hear your to- your thoughts on this topic because it is a very trendy topic right now I feel and especially with Instagram you know constantly changing it's like how is it gonna look even in just a year you know um I was actually just reading something on this girl's page that was um predictions for Instagram and she said that this year will kind of be a make or break year for Instagram because you know they introduced reels last year and this will be kind of like We'll see if they're able to compete with, like, TikTok, etc. Shout out to TikTok. I love TikTok. Also, I think I'm going to be doing more lives on there, so make sure you're following. Today, we have some peppermint tea. You guys should be so proud of me because I was about to make another coffee before recording this, and I decided to go with a tea. Okay, so changing the subject. Again, can't wait to read your guys' comments and messages about that topic. But changing the subject, I wanted to talk about this book I've been reading, My Body by Emily Ratajkowski. Bitch, this book is amazing. So, I don't know. I never have really, like, followed her. I've never necessarily been a fan. Like, obviously, I've heard of her, but it was always just, like, a name that you hear. Like, whatever. I've never followed her on Instagram. Like, I just never really cared. Because, I don't know. I just didn't really know her. Like, I don't know her. Like, how am I supposed to care? (laughs) But I saw this book on Lexi's story. Um... And then, I don't know, I was just kind of interested. The title kind of interested me. And I had read her article 
or I guess it was like an essay about being in the Blurred Lines video. And I did like that. And then I don't know how many months this was a part. It was definitely significant. But then I saw the book on Lexi's story. So I looked it up on Amazon and they have the little like, you know, preview of like what's inside. So I just read a couple pages and I was like, this actually sounds really good. So I ordered it. And this book is literally so good, especially I think for myself, like I relate to a lot of it. Um, and I think a lot of women would because she talks about a lot of things that I think we all go through. Um, and particularly with like, obviously she's like an actual model and like far more successful and well-known than like me, but just the way that she talks about like Instagram, it was so, f I'm not done with it yet either. I've read most of it. Um, but wait. Um, it was so funny. I was like only a little bit of the way through and just the way she's talking about like, you know, people only knowing her for her body and like things like that. It's not like the whole book is about that. It's kind of a collection of essays. Um, but there's obviously like common themes throughout. So then I went to her IG and I'm like, but she's still like just posting pics, just being pretty and like, that's kind of it. So like what... But then there was a, like, so I kept reading and then there was a whole section talking about Instagram and, like, how much she kind of thinks about, like, how silly it is. And then there's this whole part where she's, like, on vacation um, and she, like, got paid to promote this resort or something and just how she kind of felt bad about it. And then she's, like, posting a pic to promote this bikini and she's just, like, this is so stupid and, like, silly. Um, and then she's, like, oh, she had to ask her husband... I don't know if it was her boyfriend at the time to like take an IG of her. And she just, she's like, oh, I just always felt so silly asking him that. And like, especially early on in our relationship, like I just felt stupid, but I was like, well, you know, I'm like making money from this and whatever. Like I shouldn't feel embarrassed about this. I'm like, oh my God. Like I have literally gone through all of those emotions. <laughs> Bitch, I would recommend it so much. Like it's genuinely so well written. It's like, I don't know. I just... I've felt so many different emotions while reading it. And it's just so just on point. Like if you're like me, even if, you know, it's not like you do social media as your job or anything like, but just growing up in this society, just as a woman, but especially in this day and age, you know, with like social media and I don't know, just all the mainstream kind of media that we consume. Like it's just... Like, I literally want to read it again. I honestly didn't expect it to be this good. And it's funny because she literally talks about that. I'm a fast reader, so if a book is very gripping and enjoyable, I can I can get it done, okay? Um, so I'll link this down below if you're interested. I got it on Amazon. It's really just... It's so good. When S and I first met, I'd been embarrassed by my relationship to Instagram by the desire at that point in my career to increase my followers so I could continue getting paid by brands to promote their products. I hated having to ask him, as I sometimes did, to take my photo to make that happen. It took me six months to get over my shame and call him, call upon him to participate. While cheesy, it paid the bills. The ability to make a living off my own image shouldn't be a cause for embarrassment, I figured. And then the Demi Moore. Next, the Demi Moore like section. Next to the bed was Demi Moore's memoir, Inside Out. I'd finished it the night before. Demi's final message to the reader stuck with me. Maybe some part of this story is yours too. 
She was right, even if I couldn't have known how directly some aspects of her life resembled mine. For instance, the way she used her body to succeed. Now, I studied her black and white portrait on the cover, feeling annoyed with myself. I judged Demi before reading her book. I thought of her as sexy and not much else. You of all people, you who just posted your ass on Instagram and have the audacity to bitch about the world not taking you seriously, what a fucking hypocrite. I wanted to be able to have my Instagram hustle, selling bikinis and whatever else, while also being respected for my ideas and politics and, well, everything besides my body. Everything felt like a mistake. My stay in this bizarrely perfect environment, the followers seeing my image and judging it. At what cost did this vacation come? I was getting paid by a corporation owned by some billionaire who made his fortune how exactly? and posting images that encourage the world to see my body as my primary value. Model or influencer or actor or not, all women know what it's like to use their sexuality for security in some capacity, I thought. Um, she talks a lot about growing up and like, you know, SA. So it's not like it's a whole book just about like, I don't know, Instagram or like being a model or whatever. It's like, there's a lot of different kind of subjects, but again, they all kind of go back to the same theme. Um, so if you haven't read it, I would definitely recommend recommend that you read it. I'll probably finish this today. Um, but yeah, it's just so good. Like, maybe it's internalized misogyny, but I just did not expect it to be, like, this good. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I will link it down below. Let me know if you've read it. And if you do read it, let me know what your thoughts are. I also have a couple more books that I ordered on Goodreads. Um, let me actually see what they were because I don't remember. Also, when I was back home, I reread Little House in the Big Woods, and then I started Little House on the Prairie, but I only got like a third of the way through it, and it did not fit in any of my luggage because I was like bringing more stuff than I had come with. <sighs> so, unfortunately, I want to get the whole box set because I've never read those as an adult. Like, I grew up with those, but oh. So I got the book Three Women, which is a novel, and I've heard a lot about that and decided to get that. I got All About Love by Bell Hooks. I got the book Gone Girl because I had like a free book on Goodreads, but it was only for books $5 and under. So I was like, okay, I liked the movie. Maybe I'll just read the book. <laughs> and then I got Women, Race, and Class by Angela Davis. So I love thrift books, not spawns. Wish it was. Um, but sometimes, like it depends. Sometimes the books will be a lot less and then it's like you're buying a secondhand book, better for the environment. But sometimes they're like way more because it just goes off like supply and demand, you know? So sometimes Amazon's cheaper. Like I think for this book, it was a better deal to get it on Amazon. Um, but yeah, so luckily I'll be stocked up on books at least for the next couple months if I do my one book a month vibe um so let me know what you've been reading i also found this account i haven't really engaged with it much yet i was kind of just like okay i'll follow and if i don't end up really liking then you know i will just unfollow but it's book x child She'll, she has four thousand followers but her feed was just really cute and she just had a lot of like different types of books so I was like, if anything, this will inspo me to, if any, like at best, I'll get some recommendations from this and it will just remind me to read at worst I can unfollow. So and like, it seems, I just liked that it was only books, like literally all books. Cause sometimes people will like, it'll be also their personal IG. 
Um, but yeah, so definitely want to read more, y'all. Like, I enjoy reading. I just have to, like, force myself to do it. But, you know, with this whole taking time for myself, truly disconnecting type of vibe I'm trying to be on this year, um, hopefully we can make it happen throughout the whole year. But we'll see. We'll see. So, new topic alert, article alert. I read this article from Time Magazine titled, Men are now more likely to be single than women. It's not a good sign. Mm. So I thought this was interesting because you guys know I've talked about marriage before. If you haven't heard me talk about that, I am going to be going over some of the information and statistics that I have previously talked about. I'm pretty sure it's from the same article as well. So this, this article starts out with almost a third of adult single men live with a parent. One third. Can you believe that? Like that just seems so high to me. Single men are much more likely to be unemployed. Finance, financially fragile and to lack a college degree than those with a partner. They're also likely to have lower medium, median earnings. <laughs> Bitch. Um, single men earned less in 2019 than in 1990, even adjusting for inflation. Single women, meanwhile, earn the same as they did 30 years ago, but those with partners have increased their earnings by 50%. So a big reason why men, married men, make more money is because they have that added sense of responsibility you know they have a family to take care of um also if you are living together you know that's like shared expenses are you guys going half on bills that was my question like so all these people are going half on bills like um also this article was written by a woman a woman so i was kind of like wondering that while i was reading it because i was kind of like what i don't know i guess i just well, we'll just go through everything and then I'll share my thoughts. The median age of marriage is also going up because people are taking longer to establish, you know, that relationship. And I think a lot of it has to do with woman. Why can I not? Why can I never say that? Women having their own incomes and careers and lives. And we don't need to rely on men to survive. If you guys have heard me talk about, or maybe you've read yourself, women have better sex under socialism. They talk about this idea, um, and the point of the book is kind of like, okay, if we are given equal opportunity and just had more opportunities to make a living for ourselves, we won't have to kind of sell our sexuality in exchange for the promise of a good life, or for stability, or for a roof over our head, or whatever, you know? Um, cause that's kind of like, you know, traditionally at least that's kind of what marriage is like, okay, I'm not going to be with anybody else in exchange. You are going to provide for me, but now it's like, bitch, I can make my own money. So I don't need to like settle or like just be with a man because he's providing for me. Like I can provide for myself. Um, with that being said, there are also people way younger than me from high school that are already married with kids. <laughs> Okay, like, it's already weird when someone in my own class is, like, married. The marriage thing especially. Like, having a kid is, like, okay, whatever. Like, it happens. But, like, marriage, like, that's so intentional. <laughs> like, that's more bizarre to me. No shade, no tea if you're married. But it's just, like, I don't know. I'm not really, like, I mean, like, obviously I haven't experienced that. And I'm not really friends directly with anyone, you know, from high school or anything that's married. 
So it's always just like so shocking. Like it doesn't feel normal to me yet. And I know that's like a completely normal part of like being in your 20s because some people have kids and get married really early and some don't. And so it's just like, what? You're telling me we're not teens anymore? Um, the number of older single people is also higher than it used to be. Also, among 40 to 54-year-olds, one in five men live with a parent. Like, what? Most researchers agree that the trend lines showing that fewer people are getting married and that those who do are increasingly better off financially. And this has a lot to do with the effect of wealth and education on marriage. People who are financially stable are just more, much more likely to find an attractive partner. It's not that marriage is making people richer than it used to. It's that marriage is becoming an increasingly elite institution so that people are increasingly only getting married if they already have economic advantages. This reframing of the issue may explain why fewer men than women find partners, even though men are more likely to be looking for one. The economic pressures on... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Men are stronger. Research has shown that an ability to provide financially is still a more prized asset in men than women, although the trend is shifting. Some studies go so far as to suggest that the 30-year decrease in the rate of coupling can be attributed largely to global trade, and the 30-year decrease in the number of stable and well-paying jobs for American men that it brought with it. Non-college-educated men found it more difficult to make a living and thus more difficult to attract a partner and raise a family. Since 1990, women have graduated college in far higher numbers than men. If you lock yourself in a room with somebody for 50 years, you might want to have the same level of education and just have more in common with them. You get women who are relatively liberal, having gone to college, and men who are relatively conservative, still living in a working class world, and that can create a kind of political and cultural divide that makes it harder for people to connect romantically as well. Um... So I was confused by this article because, I mean, the statistics were interesting, but I was kind of confused at the point that it was trying to make. Like, I wish she had gone more in depth, I guess, with like how men and women benefit differently from marriage. So this is when we had to go to our Psychology Today article, and this is the article I've referenced before, Is Marriage Worth It for Women? The benefits go mostly to men. So marriage benefits, the benefits of marriage go disproportionately to men, and these benefits look like an increase in wealth, health, and happiness. Two-thirds of divorces are initiated by women, and women in marriages but not in other relationships report lower levels of satisfaction. Women experience the institution of marriage as oppressive, and therefore it's difficult to sustain old traditions without keeping the old, or this is because it's difficult to sustain old traditions without keeping the old worldviews and habits. Also, women's expectations for marriage is really high. So that, so I was always also confused by the Times article where they were like, men are more likely to be looking for a partner. Like, is that because 
of this article specifically because there's more single men and single women these days. Because there's just that classic stereotype of like, oh, men have to be dragged to the altar. Oh, my wife is the ball and chain. And then like, you know, there's the, stereo the stereotype of women and girls, you know, oh, we grow up looking forward to our fairy tale wedding. I've been planning my wedding since I was four. No shade, no tea, if that's you. I have never really felt that, but also I was never really like pressured by my parents or family members, at least, you know, so obviously or like blatantly to like, oh, when you grow up and get married, like, you know, um, so maybe it's just like, I don't know, it didn't come up for me as much. Um, so the expectations of marriage, like women have very high expectations of marriage. Men have very low expectations of marriage. So therefore, women kind of have a worse time. Like that, that's part of the reason why women kind of have a worse time in marriage because it does not meet their expectations. And men's expectations are exceeded because their health, wealth, and happiness all goes up. So I wish that the Times article could could have gone more into that. Like, is part of the reason why there's more single men because women have more opportunity to make a living for themselves. So they're not settling for these gross dudes that have nothing to offer them. Because, you know, oh, it's like, get married for the financial security. What if he's not even, like, think of all the relationships where the man is not even doing his old tradition <laughs> job of patriarchy of providing but like you know um so is that part of the reason why like i wish this article had gone more into all of that like what do you guys think do you think that's part of it um also there was like on my twitter timeline there were some tweets i just wanted to read these because they kind of go along with this idea um wait where are they so this dude was like, oh, not a day goes by where we are not reminded of women, you know, hating men on this app. If you're going to call out men's behavior, you need to do it in general because both sides play a part. Focusing on the part men play only is hypocrisy and won't solve anything. And then this girl was like, women not liking men in response to the misogynistic gendered violence we experience at the hands of men is not the same as men having an unfounded, deep-seated hatred for women. Misogyny is not a two-way street. Um, and then this other dude was like, a lot of shit don't be jokes. A lot of women truly hate men. And then this girl was like, the oppressor acting oblivious as to why the oppressed hates them always trips me out. And that's like so true. Because when we're like, ew, like, um, most men are trash. It's like, I know like people joke about like, oh yeah, I'm a misandrist. I'm a misandrist? you know, the misogyny for men. <laughs> but it's like, it's because we are like oppressed by men and men, you know, do all this violence and just like genuinely, a lot of them genuinely just hate women. And it's not because women are oppressing them, okay? It's not because they walk down the street in fear that a woman's gonna like stab them. Bitch, like, oh my God, like people are so fucking stupid. Like, so it's like, oh no, we hurt your feelings by saying men are trash. Like, oh no, I'm so sorry. Like, you must be so oppressed. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of interesting. But yeah, I really liked the quote. 
It's difficult to sustain old traditions without keeping the old worldviews and habits. So it's really like, what are you supposed to do? Just follow. It's like both people have to, and I've said this before, it's like both, if you're in a like cishet relationship, both people have to actively be working against these, you know, habits or traditions or expectations, gender expectations, or you just kind of have to fall into the roles and like that's just the way it is. Yeah, I think a lot of the reason more men are single is because women don't want them. Like, even if a guy says something homophobic or misogynistic or just like, I don't know, just little red flags, it's like, it's a lot easier nowadays, I'm guessing, to just like say no right away because it's not like, oh, well, I'll just put up with this because I want a roof over my head. Like, well, I still want him to provide for me, so I'm not going to care that he is abusive or is he, he's homophobic or misogynist or whatever you know so it's like it was that part of it and that kind of goes into like the education thing kind of i don't know i would love to hear your thoughts about this and i will link both of these articles down below low-key the psychology today one is a little more relevant i feel to like what i'm talking about but i wish we could like merge these two articles because it's like the new statistics are very interesting but it's just like i wish more points were made and my camera died bro it literally I need to re-up. I need, I need a new camera. I need to get my laptop fixed. And I, I don't necessarily need a new phone, but I really want one for the camera because I've been just doing so much more like phone content, you know? But I just kind of want to wait till after Mercury retrograde because, bro, I tried to like begin the process of ordering a phone yesterday and I already was having like just dumb issues with it. So it's like, you know, I'm not even going to try. Nope, I'm not going to contact support. I'm just going to wait. <laughs> you know so i really feel like the new year well this is the thing too i just always feel like the new year really starts in like the spring or summer because that's when i feel like myself like these months the early year like the when it's still winter it's like i'm still kind of coming out of my cocoon of the previous year you know i'm still like planning and like deciding who i'm gonna be that year but then in the late spring summer like that's when i am living it do you relate let me know Anyway, I think that's all I have to talk about today, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, for watching. Let me know your thoughts on anything and everything that we discussed today, and I would love to hear your thoughts um, or suggestions or topics for things you want me to discuss in next week's episode. There's a new episode every Thursday, so make sure you have those notifications on, and again, Thank you guys so much for listening. Available on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. You know the vibes. Love you guys so much and I will see you next week.